You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome to the abbreviated West Virginia University Sports Podcast. I am Mike Casaza from Earsports.com. This is a Paramount presentation. It is Tuesday, November 21st, 2023. We are at the final week of the regular season for college football. West Virginia concludes Saturday night in Waco against the Baylor Bears with plenty on the line here. Individually, collectively, regular season, postseason, a lot of punctuation marks are still in the air. And that should be sufficient for West Virginia, which is always searching but never in need of motivation. I'm always searching and always in need of ways to slip into the podcast here to remind you what you do. I'll just instead say thanks. I'm thankful that we've been able to hang out a bunch and you've come along with these quick rides through the storylines that are the guardrails for West Virginia season. We will do it one more time here with three topics about the Mountaineers. One starts with the W, one starts with the V, one starts with the U. Here we go. The W is for Waco. Mountaineers make their final road trip of the regular season to Central Texas, and this just hasn't been a good experience historically for them. One in four in Waco, and they've given up 73, 62, 45, 36, and 17 points. The win, a 38-36 triumph in 2017, and that one was wacky if you've forgotten. West Virginia looked just terrific at times in that game. A touchdown pass from Will Greer. He had five that day. Touchdown pass from Will Greer to David Sills. First play of the second half, it's 24-6. It was 38-13 before the quarter was over. And then Baylor woke up and Tristan Ebner went wild. A 52-yard touchdown catch, a 40-yard touchdown run, and then after a field goal, a 9-yard touchdown catch. The 38-13 lead, it was 38-36 with 17 seconds to go. Two-point conversion pass failed. Mountaineers escape. Xavier Preston with the sack, and I don't know, the highlight of the Xavier Preston career arc. Anyhow, my point is, watch out. Just watch out. Baylor's 3-8. and Kind of looks like it's given up in the season a while ago. Probably won't have starting quarterback Blake Chapin. It might be cleaning house here. A loss will be the 13th in 16 games. It's hard to shake that. But, who knows? It's been a really hard place for West Virginia. We'll pin that, though. The V is for vintage because this is still set up for West Virginia to have an offensive performance of recent vintage. Baylor's defense has disappeared. That's strange to see and accept to be true with Dave Aranda in charge, but these are the facts. Only four Power 5 defenses are worse against the run. USC, Boston College, UCF, Georgia Tech. Only seven Power 5 defenses have given up more yards per carry. BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, Florida, Vanderbilt, Georgia Tech, and Boston College. 
Not a lot of wins there, but did you notice there are a couple of Big 12 teams in those lists? So consider what West Virginia did to UCF, BYU, and Cincinnati. Teams in the neighborhood of Baylor's run defense. 1,046 yards. That's 348.7 per game. 7.3 yards per carry. 36 runs of 10 yards or more. 12 touchdowns. And West Virginia swinging that hammer 48 times a game against those three. How is Baylor going to fare better when it's been barely better than those three? And let's not forget, the Mountaineers score points. They don't just run the ball. They score points. They get in the end zone. Sometimes they do it early and they take the game from there. Baylor with a backup quarterback at the end of a lost season. That seems like maybe that's vintage Baylor too. Bond of the U is for uppity. Now, the Mountaineers have earned a little swagger this season. Their wins, their improvements at offense, their star power on offense, just the resilience as a program from July until now. Impressive. Just haven't earned a lot of praise from the outside. Keep hearing the word apathy thrown around, and that's fine. I keep seeing a team that's by and large succeeded this season. I know, I know the schedule. You can't tell me a lesser team wouldn't have made a mess of it, though. And West Virginia tried with that Houston game. But it's been otherwise clear danger the rest of the way outside of Norman. Brown was uppity after the game Saturday about the offensive line not being included as a semifinalist for the Joe Moore Award. Kind of dig it. I think he should be uppity about even more. Do some grandstanding about a bowl. An eight-win team with six conference wins, a legitimately good offense, and some fun players on that side of the ball could still end up bowling in the Metroplex because the Big 12 just will not give West Virginia a break when it comes to postseason assignments. But why stop there? Do some posturing for all conference recognition, too. Do some reality checking if you do have that eighth win, that sixth conference victory, and all the fun you can expect to have on the plane ride back home from Waco to Morgantown, so long as you take care of business and do what's so widely expected to be done. And that's the bookend of the year. Win in Waco, where Neil Brown has it, and the Mountaineers have been tortured before. Do what you're supposed to do on offense because your reputation is at such a level right now. And then be uppity about the achievements of the season. Grab your VIP pass. We're delving into the secretive world of Formula One. Behind the scenes with two of the sport's biggest names, Mercedes and Williams. This is not coal mining, this is Formula One motor racing. As they build their new cars. We want to be so much further ahead. We're in permanent racing mode. And face shocking headlines. Here's Lewis Hamilton moving away from Mercedes. I'm Joseph Fiennes and this is F1, back at base. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.